mai, haere mai. Welcome to the Maxim Institute podcast. My name is Jason Heal. I'm the communications manager at Maxim Institute, and this is our weekly short-form podcast. These podcasts are released in tandem with our weekly column and are a chance for you to hear in-depth from the column's author about some of the thinking that went into producing their final piece. Today, we talk to Maxim senior researcher Marcus Roberts about his recent column. Welcome back to the podcast. Great to have you. Thank you, Jason. It's always a pleasure. (laughs) Excellent. Well, we're here to talk about uh, your latest column for Maxim, uh, which is based on your latest research paper, Mm -hmm. Unlocking Democracy, Prisoners' Rights to Vote in New Zealand. Um, Now, this, uh, in your column, you talk about kind of the potted history of prisoners' rights and voting in New Zealand. Why is it um, something that we have trouble kind of landing here in New Zealand? I think we have trouble landing the the prisoners' voting rights question is because we're not sure actually whether voting is a right. Yeah, okay. We're kind of going backwards and forwards between it in some ways? That's right. I think that the the law as it currently stands says that if you are sentenced to a uh, a, a jail term of more than three years, you lose your ability to vote. Yeah. So effectively we are saying that voting is a privilege which you can lose upon egregious behavior yes but don't we haven't we recently said that it's a right <laughs> like <laughs> everyone should have the right to vote yeah. but in this case we treat it as a privilege that's right so the, yeah. so we treat it as a right to vote um under the um various domestic statutes yes uh, bill of rights act yeah. for example yeah um but also internationally it's recognized as a right a yeah. human right yes so, so the un charter of human rights yeah uh, um, or... inter- uh, covenant on civil and political oh, rights yeah. I okay think. Yeah, that's where it is. One of them, anyway. UN charters. Yeah, one of the many, one, many yeah, UN yeah, charters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're all they're all good. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, we do treat it as a right, and we had, as you say, the the Make It Sixteen campaign was you know all premised on this idea that voting is a right. Yes, but, except for where prisoners are concerned, then we say, well, this is a privilege that can be removed. Like a naughty child doesn't get to watch yep. TV after six o'clock. Or exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So and I mean that's an interesting because because. There are other rights that prisoners lose. Yes. Uh, the the two most obviously are when you are sent to prison, you lose your right to freedom of association. Yes. So you can't meet with everyone. whoever you want. That's yeah. That's right. Yeah. You can't, uh, and you can't. Uh, you don't have freedom of movement. Yeah. You can't go where you you're want. Stuck in some place. Yeah. That's right. You're yeah. stuck somewhere. So you already lose two of your fundamental rights. Yes. But I don't think that the because you're put in jail, you should therefore you lose other rights. There yes. are other rights that you don't lose. For example, um, your right to court. Yeah. Very clearly important. Yeah, your right business. to like an attorney or representation or, yeah. Your right to get married. Yeah. You can yeah. get married yeah. From, from jail. Okay, yeah, Sometimes yeah. with your lawyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, it does happen. Yes. Um, so there, why is it that we're deciding that we need an extra punishment? For prisoners, yeah. on top of this, this losing of freedom and, yeah. and of association and movement, yeah. um, and actually, I think that that's if we are concerned around um, deterrence or wanting to punish prisoners more, or we don't think the balance is right. Mm. There are other ways that we can uh, achieve that through the criminal justice system. Okay, some S- examples being oh, ex- extending sentences. Yeah. Introducing mini- mandatory minimum sentences. Yeah. So, for example, instead of saying we'll take away this extra right of voting, mm, yes. we might say, well, we will take away this right of freedom of movement and association for, for an extended period of time. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. 
Um, so I think that there's um, to 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 use uh, voting as another sort of deterrence. I think a is is crazy. I don't think people are deterred from doing crimes because they lose their right to vote. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that there are other levers that we should be pulling rather yeah. than the, the the right to vote. Okay. Um, so if if voting is a right and not a privilege, why not then have everyone vote mm -hmm. as a fundamental sure. right? Yeah. Sure. So I think that voting is a right not because it's in those statutes. That's recognising the underlying reality. Yes. Why is it that voting is considered a right? Well, the, the primary justification why anyone should vote is that you should have a say in those people who are making decisions that affect your life. Yeah. So we vote for parliamentarians because they pass laws that will affect us. And that's true whether we're in jail or not. Yeah. Um, it's also true no matter what age we are. Yes. Which is... Um, the make it 16 thing was like, we're affected by this, we should be able to... Absolutely. Yeah, that, that exact argument. That's right. Yeah. But actually, it, it, it also proves too much because why is it that then babies yeah. do Can't, not have a vote? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason for that is that it's not just that you're affected by the laws passed by Parliament, mm. but that also you are a member of a class that we assume is competent. Yeah to make rational decisions about who should represent them in Parliament, yeah. who should best um, uh, look after their interests, yeah. who is best for the country as a whole. Yeah. So that you're a capable, as, uh, as, as, as some of the commentators say, of, of self-government. Yeah. yeah. That it's not enough to say you're affected, but <clears> also <throat> you are able then to cast a vote, which influences how, that, um, vote, uh, how Parliament affects you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's that's that, that. That's why the minimum age comes in. Yeah. How many sixteen-year-olds are capable of self-government? Is exactly. the question. Exactly. Yeah. How many eighteen-year-olds are yeah. capable yeah, of self-government? Yeah. That's right. Um, but that's another question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's great, Marcus. That's a lot for us to think about. Thanks for being on the podcast. No problem, Jason. Thanks for having me. Now let's hear from Marcus as he reads his column. Prison sentence means losing certain freedoms, primarily freedom of movement and freedom of association. Those sentenced to jail for more than three years also lose their ability to vote in our general elections. This is due to a law passed in the middle of 2020, a few months before the last election. Prior to this, no prisoners sentenced to jail could vote, no matter the length of their sentence. You would think that this relatively recent amendment had settled this issue but you would be wrong. This is still a live issue, and one that is currently being debated, although not yet in Parliament. Just last week, He Arotaki Potitanga Motihaki, the Independent Electoral Review, released its interim report on all manner of questions relating to our electoral system. One of its recommendations was that all prisoners be granted the right to vote, even if they were serving a sentence of more than three years in jail. This recommendation has received mixed views. Commerce and Consumer Affairs Minister Duncan Webb agreed with the proposal, while the Leader of the Opposition didn't support it, and ACT Leader David Seymour called the entire review just a grab bag, frankly, of Green Party policies. So changes to the voting rights of prisoners are unlikely to be adopted without dissent. This is not surprising when one reviews a potted history of the right of prisoners to vote in New Zealand. The only constant has been our lack of constancy. Originally, 
Only those prisoners guilty of the most serious crimes, like treason, were denied the right to vote. While the franchise was generally being extended in New Zealand, for example to all women in 1893, prisoners' right to vote was successively curtailed. In 1905, every prisoner sentenced to more than one year in jail was not allowed to vote, and this restriction was extended to all prisoners in 1956. The latter part of the last century saw wild fluctuations. For three years in the late 70s, all prisoners were allowed to vote. Then no prisoners were allowed to vote until 1993. The law then changed so that only those serving sentences shorter than three years were allowed to vote. Then no prisoners again could vote from 2010 to 20. And finally, in 2020, we went back to this three-year rule. So why is it this issue so difficult to conclusively determine? Because we can't decide why anyone should have the right to vote. Removing the vote from prisoners treats voting as a privilege that can be removed for bad behaviour. But as we discuss in our new research paper, Democracy Unlocked, How Should We Determine Our Electorate, voting should be seen as a right that isn't lost upon being put in jail. Voting rests upon our connection to New Zealand's political community, upon the effect of Parliament's decisions upon us, and upon our ability to vote in our own interests. Hopefully, our paper will help us all resolve some of the confusion over the right of prisoners to vote. Thanks for listening to the Maxim Institute podcast. If you'd like to hear more from us and keep up with the rest of our research and analysis of politics and policy in New Zealand, you can sign up on the homepage of our website to get our monthly forum email and invitations to future Maxim Institute events. You can search and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the team at Maxim, Mateo, goodbye for now. <laughs>